Welcome to Game Set Match Up, the podcast where we talk everything partnerships, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Hello everyone, I'm Carl Busby, your host of the Game Set Match Up Partnerships podcast. And on today's episode, we caught up with Chloe C, who is the Senior Content Marketing Manager at a company called PartnerStack. PartnerStack, who are based in Canada, are a number one rated partner ecosystem platform dedicated to B2B SaaS with a marketplace of over 80,000 active partners on their platform. We go into some more detail about how these platforms work and the benefits they are providing to B2B businesses. These types of platforms are quite common in the US and Canada, but they haven't quite landed in Europe as of yet. So we'll be interested to see if this changes in the future. Uh, we have a great chat around how to build great work-life culture, uh, how to keep employees happy, and some top tips on how to keep your team engaged and build those great relationships to last a lifetime, and ultimately how that can benefit you in the future. Also, last but not least, listen out for who she would personally love to have a partnership and work with towards the end. Uh, so sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's episode. Okay, hello everyone. Welcome to Game Set Matchup. This is the podcast where we discuss all things partnerships. Uh, maybe you're new to the partnerships world, uh, looking for a little bit of advice, how to get started, or maybe you know you're being an experienced pro and uh, you know maybe looking for a bit of inspiration or just something to listen to. Uh, we uh, appreciate you tuning in. I'm your host, Carl Busby, and I'm very excited today. Please welcome our guest, Chloe C. She's the senior manager in content marketing at PartnerStack. Hello and welcome, Chloe. Well, hello. Happy to be here. Thank you very much. Um, listen, so uh, we would um, we'd love to start off as we usually do, just to get to know you uh, a little bit better. Um, so if you wouldn't mind, uh, just to tell our, so our listeners uh, a little bit more about um, yourself, uh, your sort of background, and then, yeah, just a bit about what your current role is and um, what you do at PartnerStack. Oh my goodness. Well, that's a, that's a lot. You can break that down. So synopsis. All right. Well, um, <laughs> I guess I'm a Toronto based journalist um, and activist. So I uh, awesome. have a media background and um, worked everywhere from newspapers to magazines, a lot of digital pubs, um, often the Canadian market, but also I've run things like the NBC Universal Cable Entertainment Erase the Hates campaign. So um, co-founded the Feminism Project back in 2015, and my activism is ultimately promoting understanding and amplifying the voices of marginalized folks, particularly the LGBTQ community and um, the BIPOC community. Constantly creating opportunities for that. Um, And as for what I do at PartnerStack, I... Mm -hmm. uh, obviously had content there. So we run lots of content all the time. <laughs> we everything from tactical partnerships content to support the work that partnership managers do every day, um, as well as um, kind of high level data analysis. So we recently launched PartnerStack's research lab, where we're kind of mining our own network data of like more than 80,000 active partners within our ecosystem to wow. kind of help support partnerships in yep. B2B SaaS and yeah. Um, yeah. ecosystems at large. So yeah. super exciting. And also obviously tying into the other parts of my identity, um, I kind of lead DEI here. Um, I've recently joined Queer Tech, which is really exciting to be part of that advisory council. So some great folks oh. there. Oh, that's amazing. Um, just to touch a couple of these, obviously you, know, you said very, very, uh, obviously you sound very passionate, obviously, and they said in the, being an activist, what, um, you know, what kind of, you know, 
led you into becoming, you know, like, so passion and finding, you know, uh, doing that sort of role as like an activist. So to find that very, very, very sort of interesting. Oh, like how did I get into activism? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what was what was it? What was it? But some usually sometimes there's something maybe triggered. You like, know? is there a catalyst? What's the catalyst? Yeah, here? yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, you- actually, now that you make me think about it, um, so funnily enough, I wasn't always an activist. I was pretty um, more of a social community person. I've always been very social, so I used to be more of like a friends and family kind of person and focused more on my social relationships. But um, you know. I think it is the identity of being a queer, a queer racialized woman, um, mm. ultimately, that um, kind of <laughs> leads you into it. And you go through experiences, mm-hmm. some good, yeah. mostly yeah. bad. I mean, sorry, mostly good, yeah, some yeah. bad. And yeah. um, I was like, or sometimes the other way around. It depends on who you are. Um, yeah. And for me, I think there's two reactions somebody has to like, I don't know, trauma. Um, And sometimes people unintentionally reproduce it. Mm. For me, I intentionally want to stop it. I like to end trauma when it Mm. hits me. I'm like, this is an issue. We're going to stop it here and we're going to stop other folks from going through it. So that's kind of um, kind of what happened. So then it was like finding those those gaps helping to identify those things, because usually adversity finds you and you need to overcome it. And as you overcome it and throughout that process, you realize more and more people are impacted by it. Yeah. And yeah. it's kind of trying to get to the heart of that. Yeah. So you, so you, you can do. rectify that and make the world yeah. just a, a little bit better. A little bit, a little bit, a little bit at a time, a little bit at a time. A little bit. Um, no, that's amazing. I said, I just, yeah, I just find it really, really, uh, really interesting. And then just, um, obviously we touched on this before we obviously start recording, but, um, in terms of a partner stack, as you said, though, in the UK, we are, I think, probably maybe a little bit behind when it comes to this kind of platform and um, what's involved. Um, so just for, like, for our listeners, just to explain, you know, what a actual PRM is, because as I said before, I had to do some research to find out what it was myself. But just, um, yeah, did you want to explain just what, how that, you know, what, what, what it actually is? What, how does oh. it work? Yeah, like um, PartnerStack is an ecosystem platform, so it kind of provides an all-in-one, all the, like also known as a PRM in a lot of ways. But PRM is just part of what we do. Right. Um, it, is the, it is the core of our business, of course, um, which is some technology to help mm-hmm. consolidate all your admin work and provide like automatic payments and reporting and a way to manage all your partnership relationships. Yeah. And the thing is um, the power and and why I I call it ecosystem platform, why we know it as an ecosystem platform is the ability to integrate with other Mm. partnership tools. Um, We recently partnered with reveal, for example, they do account mapping. Mm. So folks in partnerships, especially in the sales side can kind of understand how that's going to support the work, right? You got account mapping, you got your partnership relationship management platform. This saves you a ton of time. Yeah. It's consolidated. Yeah. It's easy to use. So, I mean, that's only one part of it too. That's just managing partnership relationships. But PartnerStack yeah. also has um, a marketplace that can allow you to, well, you enter the marketplace to access um, more than 80,000 active partners mm-hmm. who are also looking to partner up yeah. and streamline. So yeah. ultimately, PartnerStack is a distributor and an ecosystem platform that helps people help people because we're yeah. here to help other businesses grow, scale, and thrive. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, okay, yeah, no, that's, that's, that's amazing. As I think it's definitely, you know, uh, definitely something I think may at some point, you know, within it will 
come across the you know the waters and we'll uh you know be obviously doing similar things um so yeah just uh um to sort of start off uh start off with um uh on the subject of partnerships um with partner stack how have you seen sort of the approach uh change uh, uh in recent times um you know in terms of like how you sort of um you know uh, looking to create partnerships with partner stack and like what would you class as like a gold star uh, you know, partnership for, you know, uh, uh, some of that part of stack. Um, so, well, I love that you're bringing up current events as <laughs> I, think, I think it cannot be denied that, uh, tech has taken a big hit lately, mm-hmm. um, in all industries. So as yeah. I mentioned before, I come from a media background, media has also taken a really big hit in the last month. We've seen vice file for bankruptcy, Buzzfeed mm-hmm. news go under like a ton of, this is kind of hitting many industries. The, yeah. This uh, this is relevant. Are you ready for it? Because yeah. ultimately, um, partnerships are the answer right now. You're yeah. not supposed to go it alone. And in a time like this, you need to partner up with folks, start streamlining, start figuring out um, solutions together. Mm. There, there are a lot of cost saving measures there. There's a lot of emotional support there. There's a lot of like you're. It's time to build community and unite. Whenever things go sideways. Uh, It's an opportunity to come together, right? And partnerships is kind of at the core of that. Um, Where this goes to is um, our network business. Some of the growth we've been seeing are with our publishers um, in our network business. Um, And being able to kind of, you know, the concept of even being able to support media during Mm. this time Mm. is obviously, you know, something I'm passionate about as well. So knowing that we can span industries and support is something kind of partner uh partner stack is also doing um yep. but yeah i think it's time to come together and yep. and making and efficiencies are yep. are you know top of mind right now and resource saving so hence the ecosystem all in one platform that really yep. does help kind of consolidate a lot of that so you can also focus time on higher impact work yeah right yeah, yeah. no no make that sense i think um right Tech is sorry, I interrupted you. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. Go, you're, you're the guest. We'll go on, carry on. Oh no, I was just gonna say, like, um, the relationship between like humans and tech is symbiotic. Mm. As we evolve, our tech needs to evolve too. And if humans recognize that partnerships matter, we need to be able to create those opportunities uh, with the tech, right? And yeah. so that's something that we're also working on is just kind of improving all those features constantly and making sure we're meeting with customers and understanding what the issues are so we can start strategizing on how we're going to solve this, right? Yeah. That's uh, yeah. the opportunity and um, yeah. the, the possibility here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, totally. I think, uh, you know, you touched on it there that, you know, uh, this, this the times that we live in and the things, you know, are obviously changing and you mentioned those companies and stuff that they've gone under um and you know obviously again is obviously we're finder this is what we're all about you know it's if you've got another partner or somebody you know that you're working with then obviously there's much more uh you know you've got a lot more chance that you know you can pivot or correct things you know when when things go uh you know a little bit south rather than uh being on your own so uh 100 i agree partnerships are, are you know are the future <laughs> right um so uh yeah just uh maybe obviously get on the subject of, of of partnerships that might be i know you're obviously working um uh, content so it might not be a specific question to yourself but just um as a business um 
how are they sort of looking to, uh, I guess, well, I mean, it would, would be included in marketing as well, I suppose, but how are they going about looking to sort of like get the, you know, I guess the word out or like um, uh, network, you know, to, to make people aware of like what partners that, you know, can actually sort of do. I mean, obviously in the, in the UK, you know, we have like obviously networking events, that kind of stuff. Obviously we have Finder, which obviously we're using to help businesses uh, to, 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 but yeah, how is uh, sort of partners that going about sort of creating, or, you know, I think you mentioned um, that was, you just partnered with Reveal in terms of like, you know, the mapping, how, like, so how, how did that sort of come about? Our partnerships? Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, we're kind of constantly evolving, right? We want to keep up. Yeah. We want to get ahead of it. Yeah. Uh, whether like, and because we're a partnership business, we also believe in partnering. Mm. We have a, a partner sex certified program. We yeah. with our we work with agencies. We work with our partners. We work with our customers. Vent, yeah. like, support our vendors any way we can. We have the folks within that network yeah. that we are constantly keeping our eye on, tracking to find opportunities to support, grow, yeah. and scale. From a content perspective, though, we're yeah. also looking to educate and inform the market. So yeah. whether or not we're talking to the right experts, getting the right pro tips and tricks, um, putting out the data, like the research lab is our new data initiative mm-hmm. and something I'm personally very proud of because mm-hmm. um, we're working with our proprietary da- data for good. So yeah. what we're doing is really mining that ecosystem, find opportunities. Like, for example, in 2022, we had record breaking GMV growth at 400 million. That's an important data point yeah. and optimistic for folks in the partnership space. Yeah. yeah. And with the network, right? Because this is like cash flowing through and this yeah. exists and partners can access it and find ways to win together. Mm. This is a whole thing. Um, so yeah. I think it's through those conversations where you understand where those gaps are, where the pain points are. And that's when you become like a, a tech doctor and try to fix it. But <laughs> I think. I think the storytelling is also important too. I mean, not just because I'm in content, mm-hmm. but it's through the process of writing and reading mm-hmm. that you discover, learn, and ask questions. And everything you think you know, hundred percent, yeah, you're questioning and then learn it again, maybe from a different perspective. Yeah. I think perspectives are really, really important. Yeah. So um, we make an effort to talk to all kinds of partners, all our customers Mm -hmm. to really understand that kind of diverse um, group of folks and recognize the different needs and gaps across the industry. Yeah. Yeah. Always on for us. Yeah. 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 No, I I love that. I mean, maybe the, yeah, the whole that term, the, the the tech doctor. Maybe that should be uh, <laughs> that should be. Something. I don't know where that came from. It just I don't, know, but I, don't know. I like it. I like the sound of it. Of course, great. Um, uh, moving on to the next question. I mean, one of my favorite questions. I, I I like to 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 to, to ask. Um, so um, and again, you look quite young. So um, maybe this sort of how far this goes back. But I'm not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not to not to give it all away, but we won't, I am. We won't reveal on the on the on, I, on the on, on the podcast. I'm but. okay. I am not an ageist. I am an elder millennial, proudly so. <laughs> Borderline zennial, you know. Elder millennial. That's the. I'm probably fitting into the same same category myself. Um, but yeah, so we like to realize, like, what uh, you know, what advice would you give to yourself? Uh, sorry, your younger self, maybe you know, starting out. So um, you know, uh, perhaps like you know, yeah. Do's and don'ts, maybe of, of, of some of the things you kind of things you've learned. I was more specific to your your role. Obviously, it can be around partnerships, but you know, again, just in terms of like you know the the role you're currently in now. What uh, yeah, so what would advice would you, you give it to your younger self? 
So funny you should ask this. We did publish an article uh, last fall about advice we would give to our younger selves starting oh, out. Oh, wow. Okay. Sounds like we've got, to, we can just put, we've got a link to that on the, on like the, the uh, just <laughs> Small plug. I'm kidding. Um, yeah. But I think my the advice I gave in the fall still holds up and I'm going to just pair it myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but also just because I believe in it. I think ultimately careers are based on businesses that are built by people. Mm-hmm. So the advice I would give is be kind and get to know everyone mm. and build those relationships, repartnerships, right? Um, you never know what relationships are going to transform into partnerships. Yeah. And at the end of the day, um, folks that you get to meet in the workies world, um, often if you're like me and you're in media and content, and these, this is a bit niche, right? Mm-hmm. These networks bleed together. You're in this community forever. Like do what you can meet everyone. You can um, get to know everyone. Yeah. I think that, that little bit of effort to familiarize and really like see people mm-hmm. will go a long way because people like to work with people mm-hmm. who are high performing and relatable and that leave you feeling seen. Yeah. yeah. You do the best work with people when yeah. you feel seen. And I guess the biggest advice I'd give just to anyone is just don't lose a passion when you find passion. I guess this is, it might be specific to content too, but mm-hmm. I'm, um, I'm a big believer in passion point alignments. Mm-hmm. I think that leads to high performance. I think it leads to a healthy work environment. Yeah. Um, I think when you do something that you truly love, it keeps you healthy and supports a high emotional EQ. Yeah. I think that's important. Um, yeah. But ultimately, like, you know, capitalism be capitalism, but be a good human in it. Mm-hmm. You know, be the ethics and morals that capitalism doesn't, can't do on its own. Like that's where culture relies on every individual. Yeah. Yeah. And every single person can change and shift a culture. So, you know, don't be the, don't be the person who's poisoning the well, (laughs) be the person who's bringing richness and insights and inspiration and be the engaging person. Um, you know, cause I think at the end of the day, we're all humans. And if you're going to spend 40 hours a week with some, with these folks. Yeah. It's a long time, isn't it? (laughs) Right. Make it meaningful, make it meaningful. And I find that, um, you know, I, I've been really lucky because I've found myself in a lot of environments where I thrive, um, with like-minded individuals who are also passionate, who also want to make a little bit of change, a little bit, a little bit. And yeah. it, it's yeah. through those connections and through those coffee chats or water cooler conversations that you find these alignments for goals. And you're like, yeah. you know, what? that yeah. is something we should work on. Yeah. And um, some of those side projects turn into big projects and end up being your proudest, proudest works you know, at the end of it. That's brilliant. I, I absolutely love that. I t- totally agree. I mean, I, um, you know, businesses I've worked in, I've found that, uh, you know, uh, just like you said, just it sounds simple, but you know, being kind, you know, building those rapports and relationships, you know, with people, uh, goes, you know, goes a long way. You know, they do, they say what goes around comes around. I do believe a lot in that as well. So these things can, you know, come back to to, to help you in the future. So, um, so yeah, no, totally, totally on board with that. Um, and then just kind of on the summer subject, you did touch on it a little bit already. Um, I don't know if you um managing a team now or maybe you manage teams in in in, in the past. But again, same sort of thing in terms of like, you know, what would you say are, you know, uh, sort of top tips, you know, having a, a sort of high performing team and, you know, having a, you know, that, that, that culture we've kind of described in the business. Cause we all, as we discussed, culture is a, you know, it's a big, big, big part 
of why people will stay in a company sometimes and also probably why people will leave <laughs> in a, a company oh, sometimes. You um, don't quit jobs, you quit bosses. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You hear that a lot. I believe that. And yeah, um, yeah as a as a people leader, um, I take that seriously. I believe in growth, right? Like I believe in it is if you're a people leader, you're responsible to support your to supporting your team and growing them. Yeah. Um, but what the question was, um, how you do it, right? How you put to assemble a high performing team? Yeah, I'm yeah, happy, yeah. Yeah, any, 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 I'm, happy, I'm happy to speak to this. Yeah. You know what the key is? You know what the key is? Yeah. Diversity. Diversity. And not just um, not just racialized diversity, no. not just um no, I'm not talking just identity. I'm talking skill sets. Skill sets you yeah. want to be able to get diverse skills across the team. Um, I think that's always important. I think it's also diverse personalities. Yeah. I myself love working with an introvert. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like, I, but you also need extroverts. I think you need both. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the yeah. unsung heroes often, right? But it's also recognizing them and getting to know them and knowing how to recognize them and and kind of supporting that growth as well. Um, but I would say diverse hiring is key. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and that can look like all kinds of things, young and old, you know, uh, male, female, like if we're getting into genders, yeah. um, binary folks, including them in the conversation to kind of know, because these perspectives are what make your team whole. And I do buy into the fact that you're only as strong as the weakest member on your team. So when it comes to assembling high-performing teams, I kind of touched on this last time, but my big thing is passion alignment. Well, yeah. now this is a little bit easier for someone like me in my position to do. Because yeah. um, editorial, you have to have some hard skill sets, right? So I, I've been talking about people a lot. I've been talking about relationships a lot, but that's with the assumption that folks have the basic grasp on these skills. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, writers are a different breed. Yep. So uh, I, I, um, I've been working with um, this kind of changing, evolving group of freelancers for the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. They, you know, I work with them in different publications. We learn together, we grow together as well. Um, when it comes to like full-time headcount folks on my team, um, I, I take hiring very seriously. I'm not a fast, I'm not a fast person. So HR doesn't love that all the time, yeah, but no. But I would rather, uh, right? <laughs> I know you probably would. Um, but I rather take the time to find yeah. the right fit because I also am so against toxic workplaces mm. and traumatized individuals. And I never, never want to be responsible for someone mm. having a really bad work experience. Mm. I want to be able to create a safe space for someone to grow and thrive yeah. um, and to really understand what their goals are. So that's where the passion alignment comes into. What are we, what are we doing here? Why are we here? Let's get the whys out of the whys out of the way first, so we can really create the the hows to ladder up to that why, right? Yeah. Um, a little strategy there. I think that um, yeah. I I believe in actually again seeing who works with you, getting to know them too, and knowing what makes them tick and motivated because that's how you better assign projects. Yeah, that's how you better execute tasks. It's yeah. how you make that magic kind of happen and. When you do find a really good workplace, it can make all the difference. That's good for your emotional well-being. It's you feel like a stronger human. Um, it was hard leaving my last team at my uh, at my last um, workplace, but yeah. I'm still in touch with all of them. They yeah. still ask me for advice. Um, they still call me when they have milestones. Yeah. And when you foster those kinds, I have no doubt I will probably work with some of these folks again. Yeah. And 
I look forward to it. Yeah, and that's yeah. that's the kind of thing, you know, some people leave a workplace and they're like, oh, thank God I'm out of there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It happens. Yeah. <laughs> and, and for me, I'm very, very careful about where I go. Yeah. Who I work with, because yeah. as much as you can learn from people, the good things, you can also pick up bad habits. Mm -hmm. And it's important to be super self-aware to know what kind of environment you're putting yourself in, mm -hmm. what kind of runway you have in the environment and how you can actually support a team. Mm -hmm. And I think it's those kind of softer skills too, like of mm -hmm. understanding people yeah. that yeah. really strengthen it. Um, yeah. So as you can imagine, my leadership style is pretty empathetic and collaborative. Yeah. <laughs> No, I love, I love, I love that. I mean, I, I, I totally agree with all the, uh, all of the, uh, all the points you made there. So it just, just makes such a difference, you know, to, I said, I, same, same thing, you know, so I've obviously worked with teams over the years. And like I said, I, for me, big thing is that, you know, wanting to know um, that, you know, obviously, obviously, you know, we're obviously here to work and we've got things to do, but, you know, you want people to be happy, you know, in their job, right. I don't want to be that person is responsible. You find out that, you know, there's something going on. They didn't want to say anything. I mean, that to me would just be, uh, would be. Have you, have you heard the thing? There was that whole thing. Uh, I can't remember where I, I first heard it. I can't remember who, I can't attribute this quote, but yeah. um, it was something that I kind of really stuck with me. It was um, when I first became a people leader or a manager, right? Um, you're the topic of someone's dinner conversation. Mm. Mm. This is true. What do you want them saying? Yeah. Yeah. That's very true. Yeah. Yeah. What would it It kind of helps you check yourself too, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, and you, cause you know, we kind of just all go through the world, but it's being really mindful of who we are and what our actions are and yeah. how they impact people. Yeah. No, you know, so no, I, like I, I love that. I love that energy. I'll, um, I'm going to use that one in the future. <laughs> um, Cool. And um, so just uh, obviously we've talked about the culture there in terms of like high performing teams, just going back a bit to um, also the business and, and, the, and the partnerships and stuff. So um, I think uh, you've touched on some points before, um, like in terms of like how, you know, uh, partner stack is sort of looking to work with other um, um, other businesses. But um, what do you think, um, you know, like the future sort of holds for, um, you know, so, well, it's obviously partners that specifically, but just or maybe in businesses in, in general, um, in terms of, um, you know, creating sort of creating partnerships, do you think there's going to be any sort of shifts or anything, any sort of major sort of changes um, over the next sort of thing? I mean, um, you know, like you said before, sort of uh, people have to move with technology, you know, we're getting new technology all the time. There's AI, which is a whole world metaverse. I don't know. There's all, all sorts of things that are, are, are coming our way. And so, um, yeah, do you just, what, what do you think, uh, if anything, you know, will we'll change, you know, for the future, in, in the future? That's a loaded question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I was trying to break it down, but yeah. Um, well, I think now more than ever, we do need to partner up. Mm -hmm. I think it's prospecting who those partners should be. It's having a strong understanding of who you are. And what you have to offer partners and finding those opportunities, right? Um, yeah. I think I think it's also getting innovative with partnerships. Mm -hmm. I think the thing about partnerships too, I know we're talking about it from more of a tech B2B SaaS kind of um, POV here or yeah. through that kind of lens. Yeah. But um, you know, the thing is partnerships exist everywhere across every industry. And I think as we've moved, as we kind of graduated to ecosystems, right, we've been maturing into ecosystems and kind of growing like the whole kind of SaaS ecosystem um, at large. And um, 
I think there's the opportunity to start integrating and innovating and partnering up with folks outside this industry, which is kind of, I, I think I touched on that too, when I was talking about the network and the ability to support other dying industries like media Um, and, and other, but that's the thing, like, that's just one example, but there's more possibility out there. Mm -hmm. Where can we be integrated? I know that, you know, real estate does um, integrates with tech and there's been some, there's been some success there. And, you know, HR folks, there's a ton of SaaS companies that have these tools, but how do we kind of grow that and and integrate with more legacy companies and integrate to like larger ecosystems to help everyone during yeah. a challenging economy and tough yeah. market, right? Yeah. I yeah. think yeah. these tech solutions go beyond tech. Yeah. Um, yeah. Every company uses tech now. Mm. These solutions are available, but I guess the education of partnerships and partnerships technology is yeah. something that we need to start um, growing the reach of. Yeah. I'm wondering if that's kind of where some of the focus for partnership should be as well. Mm-hmm. It's partnering up beyond the obvious. Yeah. Beyond the typical. Yeah. It's finding those opportunities to innovate and and grow and scale and at, because that's kind of the heart of partner stack, right? We want to help other businesses we're B2B. We yeah. want to help other businesses grow and scale. And so we're constantly innovating and thinking about how we can do that and how we can solution for folks and help businesses thrive, especially in a challenging market. Um, but yeah, I think the solution is to partner up right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Obviously agree. I mean, find there, you know, this is obviously what we are trying to do. And, um, but, you know, what you just touched on there is that, you know, uh, one of the things obviously that find is that companies or businesses can come on and they may not, uh, you know, they may look at a particular company and think, oh, you know, where's where's the synergy here? It doesn't work. Uh, you know, they can have a, like a discovery call and, and they they find out that oh you know what there is there is something that we can you know we can obviously work on here and that's you know that is the beauty when it when it works it's an amazing you know amazing thing I mean um, but that's also that's that's where the diversity of a team yeah. is key too yeah because you need that diverse perspective otherwise yeah. yeah when you're doing that discovery if you have someone biased yeah or believes things have to be a certain way exactly you're Maybe. limited to opportunities. Hundred percent. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that is, uh, yeah, exactly. That's one of the things that we, you know, we try to um, obviously educate people when they come on the platform. Just like, you know, be open minded. You know, don't be so rigid in terms yeah. of just Get about those biases at the door. Yeah. And yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's do some good work here. You know. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Totally. Totally agree. Um, look. So we've um, come to come to the end. Of uh, course, sad to say. Um, and um, just you know, we like just for a bit of fun. Um, and this can be for yourself. It could be a personal thing uh maybe or you know maybe something potential partners that but you know we always just like to sort of finish a bit of fun you know if you could partner obviously the theme is partners if you could partner with you know anybody or work with a particular business um um you know uh up to you, who, 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 who would it who would it be and why Ooh, this is a fun question okay yeah, so for partner stack or for me let's, let's, let's do for you I, I would say for you for me personally, oh my goodness, the possibilities are so endless. <laughs> now, um, so this is going to change depending on the day you ask me. Right. Okay. Um, I'm 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 feeling a, a less loyal to my partnership, my ideal partnership right now, but that's because um, we're just at the discovery, you know. 
We're just entertaining the idea of partnerships right now because, um, but you know, I I believe in like getting to know all kinds of people. So I want to lean into like the early phase before part, before partnering, it's kind of like uh, getting to know and relationship building would love to meet. (laughs) Yeah. 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 (laughs) Um, So my background too, I used to do a lot of pop culture. Okay. I know. I know. I love it because that's where you know, it sounds like, you know, fluffy content or whatever, but when you start paying attention to who's putting out the content, what they're showing on screen and what messaging you're receiving from it, it's actually very powerful. This right. is why representation absolutely matters. Yeah. You see yourself, you see possibility in, the, in, in film and television, right? Yeah. yeah. So I'm, um, I'm a film and TV kind of person for sure. I love storytelling. I love fiction, nonfiction, all of that good stuff. My ideal partner might be Shonda Rhimes. Oh, wow. Yeah. She introduced colorblind yeah. casting. She was so innovative. Grey's Anatomy, the longest running show. She, uh, her casting, like she's a, and her writing, that ability yeah. to combine, um, you know, emotional storytelling with levity and humor. Um, yeah. It's just so real and human. Uh, I, I feel like I could learn a lot from Shonda. I I don't know what I have to offer. I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Technology? I'm, I'm, I'm sure you'd have, I'm sure it'd be something. <laughs> but no, I'm kidding. Um, obviously, I think quite fondly of her um, and the work that she's done. And yeah. and why I say that though is, I guess that ties into media. And then where where that leads is, learning that business a little deeper from different POVs for some partnership folks, finding yeah. the opportunities there too. Yeah. 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 No, that's amazing. That's an amazing person. I, I, um, I can uh, relate because my wife absolutely loves Grey's Anatomy, not my cup of tea, okay. but yeah, she, she, oh, she, not she, my cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> you, don't, you don't like crying for an hour? <laughs> <laughs> With a really no. great soundtrack? No, not, not really, no. Um, but, uh, <laughs> no, but no, she, she's incredible. She's done so many you know, incredible shows, so much stuff. I think it's like a shot when you actually, you watch something and you're like, it's, it's her again. She's done something else. Another, another, another. another. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that no, should be amazing. Um, look, just... Uh, come to the end just want to say thank you very much for taking the time to come and obviously come and uh talk to us you know we really sort of really appreciate it i've, I've, I've absolutely absolutely loved it um you know just been great to get to know a bit more about you and um obviously about the you know the, the things that you're doing as well so yeah just want to say thank you very much for for, for coming on carl it's been honestly a privilege and you know where we also need to take partnerships yeah beyond borders yeah hundred percent. I agree hundred <laughs> <laughs> uh, percent. Um, and uh, on that note, we will, we will leave it there. So thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks for joining this week's game set matchup. Tune in to hear more about the need to knows and the do's and don'ts when it comes to creating successful business partnerships.